Hello, uh, my name's Beth. I'm from me, myself and mentalhealth.wordpress.com. Uh, I am a mental health blogger and if you haven't been listening to these episodes before, you haven't come across my blog, um, I blog about OCD, I blog about depression. I'm also a training counsellor, so I blog a little bit about what it's like to um, struggle with my own mental health um, whilst training. Um, so yeah, and the purpose of sort of doing these recordings is to, uh, you know, make sure everybody's got the same access to the resources out there. And because some people might not want to sit and read through a whole, you know, um, blog post or they might not be able to, they might physically not be able to. So, yeah, I'm hoping that these are helping some people. Um, always appreciate any feedback. So. Anyway, what I basically do is read out each week's blog post that I've written um, and then do a little bit of rambling in between as well. So, yeah, this week's blog post is um, about mental health blogging and social media. And I've wanted to write this blog post for a while. It's been sort of like playing on my mind a bit and sort of making me because I don't. I might come across as being a little bit selfish and a little bit um, rude, I guess. I'm a bit worried about coming across as rude. Um, and that's not my intention at all. It's just really to express how I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, it's been something that's been playing on my mind for a while. And just writing it down and getting it all out can make you feel so much better. And sort of by putting it out there, there might be other people out there as well who are feeling exactly the same and are like, oh, yeah, nail on the head. So it's worth sort of writing it and putting it out there just in case, you know, some some of you out there agree with me. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to start reading. So I have started this post by putting social media platforms are a great way of reaching a wider audience when blogging. I personally use both Twitter and Instagram to do this. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram, by the way, is at me, my, N, M, H. So like me, myself, well, me, my, and mental health, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, so that, yeah, you could give me a follow if you wanted to to look at my pictures and my little funny tweets. Um, but it did take me a while to take the plunge with doing this. Although I feel like these social media platforms help me to reach more people, to raise more awareness and to meet other members of the mental health community, I really do feel that there is a darker side which can sometimes take its toll on my own mental health. As a trainee counsellor with their own clients, I feel more comfortable having my own personal social media separate from the social media link to my blog. I've always felt torn about this because I want my clients to know that it's okay to struggle and that counsellors aren't these superhumans that have everything figured out. So, and that, that's a big part of what like my dissertation was about as well as I'm training to be a counsellor, as I've mentioned. Um, it's so I want my client. I really want clients and people out there to know that their counsellors aren't these sort of you know fixed people um you know everybody struggles everybody struggles no matter who you are and that feels really important to me but then equally I don't want them to stumble upon my blog and feel uncomfortable or you know with what's being disclosed or feel worried about me 
because that would be something that I find entirely inappropriate. You know, one to one counselling sessions are about your clients, not about you. Um, and that feels really important to me. I'd, it's not appropriate for, you know, to have those um, to have sessions and for your, you know, your client to be sitting there worrying about how you are, you know. So that feels really important to me and I've always felt torn about it. And maybe one day, maybe one day I will uh, I will put the two together, but we'll see. Right. Using my personal social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram has always been difficult for me anyway. Breakups, for instance, are the worst, which I'm sure many people can relate to. Initially, after a breakup, um, I've been known to obsessively check when the ex has last been on, what he's been up to, and making myself feel shit by reading into things like he's eating an ice cream at the beach in a new t-shirt with a new haircut. Well, that's it. He's moved on. However, this isn't just something that can happen to me with ex-partners. This is something that can happen to me with friends, friends of friends, and even people I went to school with that I haven't spoken to in years that aren't even in my life anymore. But, you know, you're like friends with them on Facebook and things like that. Like you're just friends with everybody on there since the age of like, what, 14 or whenever you've got Facebook. And you just don't get rid of them. <laughs> don't get rid of them. That sounded so mean. <laughs> like unfriend them <laughs> um, or unfollow. So they will share things such as the following, a brand new shiny job enjoying every moment of university, going out drinking with their massive group of friends and still managing to get fantastic grades, a new partner or a partner proposing to them, babies, giving up normal mundane life and traveling the world. The way I react to these things can really vary. Some weeks I feel happy with my life and the jealousy or inadequacy won't seep in, but other weeks it's the complete opposite. I end up comparing my life to other people's which can make me feel that I have no purpose, that I'm stuck and that I'm not as good as them. And as you can imagine, that makes me feel very miserable indeed. What I have noticed is that I feel exactly the same when using my social media platforms for my blog in the mental health community. To connect with more people, I've mainly followed those who also blog, tweet, etc. about mental health. This has helped me in terms of not feeling alone and as though I'm making some sort of difference. But it has also been having a negative effect on my mental health too. And although I want to promote my blog and network with others out there, I find this hard when logging in and scrolling through whatever news feed can make me feel rubbish. I will compare my blog to somebody else's and how well they are doing with it. I see how many Twitter or Instagram followers other, blog other bloggers have and think, why haven't I got that? What am I doing wrong? Some get offered incredi incredible opportunities or invited to spectacular events and I can't help but feel a little sad when my own work isn't recognised in the same way. Social media is a place where people share things about themselves that they are proud of or really happy about. I'm not criticising that. The way I react to, to this is my own interpretation and not everyone reading this or hearing this will be able to relate. In fact, I could be sounding completely selfish right now, which is something that's worrying me. You know, there might be people out there, other mental health, but or just other bloggers or just other people who use social media. And they're like, well, no, actually, I, you know, I read these because I want to be kept up to date with people's lives and I genuinely feel happy for them. And I'm not saying I don't feel happy for them. I do feel happy for them. It's great when people share how well they're doing, especially with mental health. The awareness is brilliant. But oh, it does. It just always 
sort of creates that little pang inside that little sort of like oh I don't have that or that's really good for them is that going to happen to me people should be proud for all the work they're doing in raising awareness around mental health and they have every right to share that but if you feel the same way as me I just wanted to let you know that you aren't alone with that being said the most important thing is to remind ourselves that although we are doing this for other people, we are first and foremost doing this for ourselves. And as long as we are happy with what we are writing and contributing, that's all that matters. So I sort of feel like I've written this week's blog post on a, you know, to remind myself really more than anything that I'm doing, I'm writing my blog for myself. You know, it makes me feel better. It's brilliant when I get people, you know, like commenting and reaching out and offering me the support and, and things. Um, it's really lovely and it means so much. But I need to remember that I am writing this blog because I wanted to start a blog for me and I wanted somewhere to write my things down um, and not not make those comparisons because everybody is different. Everybody's life is different. and You have no idea what's going on really in other people's lives. Um, yeah, social media puts this positive spin on things a lot because people quite often share things on there that they're happy about, but not often things that they feel sad about. So we can end up only seeing one side. Um, it's really important for me to remind myself of that. Um, and hopefully it's reminded some of the people as well who's who might be in the same boat. So that's it for this week. Um, yeah. Obviously, like I said at the beginning, I always appreciate any feedbacks on these audio recordings. I'm not sure if there's anybody listening or if anybody does use these, but if you are, you know, you can always contact me, say, hey, let me know what you think. Um, let me know if they've helped you in any way. And I might as well add this at the end. Yeah, yeah. That I, in November, I am going to be doing a series of guest blog posts on my own blog on OCD. And um, I am looking for people, I'm looking for, you know, mental health bloggers, maybe, or people that, you know, you can stay anonymous, you don't have to be a mental health blogger either, who basically just want to write about their OCD, so sort of like the type of OCD they've got, how it affects their lives, how you live with it, you know, the treatment you've had, what you found works, maybe what, what doesn't, hasn't worked for you as well, like, there's no one size fits all. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm pretty open, really, to be honest. You can just write whatever you want and I'll have a little read. And what's most important, I think, is to have a positive take home message, because I feel like that's quite important on my blog to have that positivity weaning through it Um, balance out a bit of the negative things I moan about. <laughs> so, yeah, take care of yourself, everybody. And I will talk to you next week and if you want to contact me in any way you can do so on my blog www.memyselfandmentalhealth.wordpress.com uh, there's a contact form on there and if you, you can get in touch that way or send to my email address or you can comment um so yeah okay see you next week bye